0: All right. Uh, good evening once again to every one of us. Uh, it's nice to join us online for another session of Word Feast. And I trust God that tonight also God will speak to our heart expressly and God will bless our hearts. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you once again for another opportunity to share your word. Thank you for another opportunity to learn in your word. Father, may your name be exalted in the name of Jesus. Father, as we've come together online because there's no barrier, there's no distance in the Spirit. We ask that you please You touch every one of us in the name of Jesus. We ask that you please address every individual needs, whatever we may be, in the name of Jesus. And at the end of this teaching, let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. All right, so... uh. Four weeks ago, we began a study in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 18, uh, which is uh, given a topic, the life of God. And uh, for the past four weeks now, we've been looking at the study, the life of God, the scripture, and I, I believe strongly that we've been blessed one way or the other. Uh, last week specifically, we looked at uh, the importance of spiritual understanding and uh, one of the things that we said last week was that uh, it takes spiritual understanding to walk as spiritual men uh, because to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Then we also said uh, when our spiritual understanding or when understanding is unfruitful, uh, we lead an unfruitful Christian life uh, because uh, looking at the parable of Jesus Christ, talking about the parable of the sower, uh, we saw that one of the critical factors to uh being fruitful as a child of God, as a Christian, is a spiritual understanding, okay? And number three, uh, last week we spoke about the fact that when our understanding is unfruitful, fruitful, Christianity becomes a mere religion where we have just the form of Christ, but we deny the power thereof. We deny the manifestations that are follows after Christ. We deny the manifestation that is typical, or uh, that is typical of the kingdom of God. Okay, so these are many other things we said last week, and I really want to encourage us, for those of us who have not listened to the uh, teaching, I want to encourage us to kindly go back and listen to some. God actually really uh, brought out so many things uh, to us last week, which I myself, uh, I still revisit, and I I, I must confess that I, I was immensely blessed uh, through the last week teaching, because there were instructions that the Holy Spirit gave uh, to me specifically through the, uh, through the teaching. Okay, so today, very quickly, we'll be looking at the, uh, the facilitator of spiritual understanding. And today is going to be the last day where we are discussing under uh, the theme, the life of God. Okay, so for today, we're looking at the facilitator of spiritual understanding. Okay, first of all, we must understand that to facilitate means to make an action or process easier, easier, okay? To facilitate spiritual understanding, therefore, means to enhance spiritual understanding or to make it pretty much easier and stress-free to achieve, okay? So, and uh, when it comes to spiritual understanding, spiritual understanding talks about understanding spiritual things, principles or happenings or even events, okay, Uh, without spiritual understanding, every happenings uh, appears as mere happenings or mere events. Even spiritual words hold no value when spiritual understanding is lacking. Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 63, that the words that I speak Our spirit and life, okay. But when spiritual understanding is lacking, okay, we only read the words, but we lack access to the spiritual dimension of the word. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6 says, The letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Okay, that means without access to the spiritual dimension of the word, life will remain a struggle. Okay, we keep struggling, Uh, breakthrough will be far off, okay, because we've not. We've not had breakthrough uh, in terms of spiritual understanding. Okay, so it takes access to a higher dimension to live far above. Okay, the far above mentality will only become a reality when we have access to the ways of the Spirit. Jesus told the disciples uh, in the parables, or um, Jesus told the disciples rather, that the parables or stories of the scriptures are given to us or given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom. But to them that are without, to those who are unsaved, uh, it is just a mere parable or a story. Therefore, in Mark chapter 4, verse 12, uh, Jesus said, Seeing they could not perceive, hearing, but they do not understand, lest they be converted. That means uh, when there is uh, a barrier uh, in terms of spiritual understanding, lack of access to spiritual understanding, there's going to be a uh, uh, lack of transformation, true transformation. So no one truly lives a unique life without an exceptional uh, spiritual understanding. Lack of spiritual understanding, uh, we must note at this point, alienates us from the life of God. Okay, and what does it mean to be alienated from God? From the life of God? Uh, it simply means to be separated from the life that is in God. It means uh, to be alienated from the life of God means to be dead to Him, and to be alive to unrighteousness, talking about the life that is outside God. Okay, to be alienated also means to be void of light or understanding. It also means the presence of darkness or chaos or confusion. That is, a situation which reflects lack of purpose or abuse of substance or an individual. Okay, the Spirit of God, as we we saw in the Scripture, that is not a spirit of confusion. So wherever He is, there is order, Where the Spirit of God is, there is an understanding of purpose. Therefore, to be alienated from the life of God means to be out of order. It means to lack a sense of purpose or meaning for existence. And as a result, brings about living below God's expectation for us as as an individual. Lack of light causes individuals to live below their God-given capacity. Talking about lack of understanding where ignorance or darkness is, are people... Uh, tend to live below God's capacity for their life. People tend to live, uh, you know, tends to abuse themselves, okay? Not living up to God's standard, okay? Not living according to purpose, okay? Because there is lack of understanding, people tend to abuse, okay, themselves as the creator, okay, of God, okay? And in Psalms 82, verse 6, it says, Ye are God's. But because ye know not, ye shall die like mere men. Therefore, because of the ignorance that is in them, they were alienated from the life of God. Now, taking us back to Ephesians chapter four, verse eighteen, we says, uh, because of the ignorance that is in them." Okay, they were alienated from the life of God. Now, that speaks to the fact that where spiritual understanding is lacking, okay, where there is no understanding, where there is no light. Where there is no knowledge, where there is darkness, where ignorance prevails, okay, the life of God is absent, okay. God rules by knowledge, okay. God rules by understanding. God doesn't do anything apartheidly, God doesn't do anything anyhow, okay. He's a God of justice that reigns in righteousness, okay. God is a God of knowledge. Is a God of understanding. And that's why he says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The greatest enemy of an individual, of a child of God, is not the devil, but ignorance. Okay, The lack of understanding of who he is and what God has done for him in Christ. Lack of understanding. As a matter of fact, like we saw last week, we saw that because the enemy knows the importance okay, of understanding, he has blinded the eyes of men, lest they see the light of the gospel. As a matter of fact, it was ignorance that led the first man, Adam, into sin, into error. Okay, because he lacked the understanding of the fact that he was or he is a God. And that's why Psalm chapter 82, verse 6 says, ye are gods, but because ye do not know, okay, you will walk like Myrman. You will die like Myrman. And that was what led to the problem of Adam. Okay, when the enemy, the devil, the serpent came to him, he said that, oh, when you take this food, you shall be like God. Okay, and he was so amazed. He was surprised. So are you sure? You know, it's really... Uh, it really triggered something in him, like "Oh, I want to be like God." That means he lacked the understanding that he was already like God. Okay, so that tells us that where ignorance uh, prevails, where ignorance rule, okay, error we are bound, okay, sin we are bound, okay, uh, all manner of things, confusion, lack of purpose, chaos, and lack of order, uh, we are bound. Men who will, uh, will live or will walk. Uh, Will not walk in order, we walk out of order when knowledge is not in place. Okay, according to Second Corinthians 3 verse 18, we're made to understand that it is as we behold Him, as in a glass. We get changed from glory to glory, even by His Spirit. Now, uh, the life of God becomes evident in our lives when we allow ourselves to soak in His Word till it becomes flesh. Okay, because it's as we behold him that we are changed. As, it is as we, we become entrenched, we become sucked in the world. It's as we behold him in the knowledge of his word, okay, that we are changed. It becomes flesh, okay, it becomes part of us, we become transformed. But the principal facilitator of spiritual understanding is the Holy Ghost spiritual facet of spiritual understanding of the Holy Ghost who reveals to us the deep things of God according to second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 10 it changes us principally by affecting our understanding okay it changes us principally by as uh, by, by affecting the way we see things our perspective it changes us principally okay by by changing by opening our spiritual eyes. Okay, and that's why, like we saw, as we saw last week, that it's impossible to have a transformation without the renewal of the mind. Until God can change your mind, until God can change your perspective, how you see things, God cannot change your life. And that's why I said, be transformed how by the renewing of your mind. Paul says that he prays that the eyes of our understanding be opened, okay, that we may have access to the light of the gospel, that we may have access to the revelations of God, that we may have access to the revelations of Christ. Okay, there is a need for for our eyes to be opened if our lives must be changed, okay, because a man's life is limited to what he can see, okay, because as far as your eyes can see. Uh, will I give it unto you. God told Abraham, look northward, look southward, look eastward, look westward, as far as your eyes can see, as far as your eyes can behold. okay, unto you will I give it to you, okay? So as much as your eyes can see, as much as your eyes can see in the law of of, of God, and that's why David says that, uh, uh, that, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law, Okay, I, I I want to build wondrous things out of that law, okay? Because it is in beholding him that we are changed. It is in beholding him that we are, we are that we experience those things. Okay. So as, 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 as except uh we, we, we have access to those things, we cannot experience it. We cannot uh experience it, we cannot experience uh those things. So the Holy Spirit changes us. Principally by affecting our understanding, okay, because it is clear every man is a product of his understanding. As a matter of fact, faith is a product of spiritual understanding. When our understanding opens up, daring the seemingly impossible things becomes easy, because at that point, all that matters to that individual is what he can see, irrespective of the opposing circumstances. Around him. Okay. So it's important for us to know that the principal uh, uh, factor or the principal individual here uh, for our understanding to be open, for spiritual understanding to be a reality in our life is to Holy Ghost. Okay. Jesus Christ said that uh, uh, he, when he goes, he will send to us another comforter, okay, that, that will be in us. That will live in us forever. And what, for what purpose uh, is that going to be done? So that he will open up our understanding because he says, when the spirit of truth shall come, he shall teach you all things. He shall guide you into all truth. Jesus Christ told the disciples, okay? He said to them, uh, he, he told them specifically that they could not bear or understand, they do not have the capacity to understand the things he could say. Because he said specifically, in fact, the way he said it was that he said, I would have teach you so many things. But because you are not able to bear it, okay, that means they do not have the capacity to bear. But when the spirit of truth shall come, it shall guide you into all truth. Okay, talking about uh, the place of capacity in spiritual understanding. And the only person that can do that is the Holy Spirit, the person uh, of the Spirit of God. Okay, so it's important for us to know that uh, it's impossible for us to walk in spiritual realities, okay, without the person of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ never entered into fullness of his ministry, okay, okay. Without the Holy Spirit. It took the endurement of power from one eye. It took the possession of the Holy Ghost for him to walk in the reality of his ministry. At first, at the age 30, okay, when the Holy Spirit came upon him, we were told that the Holy Spirit, according to the scripture, drove him into the wilderness from where Whence it was tested and it wielded more power. Okay. It takes the Holy Spirit for him to do that. Okay. From after we, afterwards, we saw that by the Spirit of God upon him, because he said, the Spirit of God uh, has come upon me to anoint me. Okay. Uh, the Spirit of God uh, has, has, has come upon him. Uh, and anointed him, okay, to heal the broken, to bind the broken heart, to heal the sick, and 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 the likes, okay. And by that, by by the reason of the spirit of God upon the endowment of power from on high, we saw that he was able to perform miracles upon miracles upon miracles. Okay, so we must understand that if Jesus could not enter into the fullness of his ministry, okay, we as individuals cannot walk in the fullness of God's purpose and plan for our life without the Spirit of God. Also, it's important for all to note that the apostles or the disciples never walked in the fullness of their apostolic ministry without the help of the Holy Spirit. And that was why Jesus Christ told them that 30 years in Jerusalem, Wait until ye be endued with power. You could have sent them out. Okay, if, as a matter of fact, he told them in Mark chapter 16, and uh, the later end of Mark chapter 16, he said that, go into the world and preach the gospel. Make disciples. But when it was about living, he said, Tarry ye, wait. Wait for an appointed time. Wait for the time until you are endued with power. Wait uh, for the time the Spirit of God will come upon you because it is until the Spirit comes. We cannot be true witnesses. okay until the spirit come we cannot live okay what god live out the plan of god for our life until the spirit come we cannot be true evidences of god here on earth we cannot be true ambassadors of christ here on earth so it's important for us okay that if we must walk, uh, uh, possess spiritual understanding if which we are uh, which we engender or cause us to walk in, in spiritual di- in, in higher dimension okay in god uh, we need the spirit of God. We need the spirit of God because He, he alone compares spiritual things with spiritual. Uh, with spiritual, according to Second Corinthians chapter two, uh, verse eleven and and twelve. Okay, so we need Him. Okay, as children of God in this end time, where there are diverse kind of errors flying all about. As a matter of fact, there's also the spirit called the spirit of error. Okay, now how can we actually know the difference? How can we know? Uh, the difference between the spirit of error and the spirit of truth how I mean how can we we, we, we know the difference between error and truth is by the spirit of God okay how do we know someone is speaking heresy or not it's by the spirit of God okay how is can we live okay this Christian life without being deceived okay it's by the spirit of God the spirit of God uh, helps us it, it keeps us true by revealing to us okay, by by, by dividing to us the word of truth, okay, by ensuring that uh, the word of truth is laid bare before us, by ensuring that we are not confused, by ensuring he he helps us to rightly divide the word of truth. He ensures we are not put to shame. The spirit of truth, the spirit of truth, the spirit of truth. I pray for every one of us at this point in time, okay, that are yet to have the Spirit of God in His fullness, okay? I pray that God, by His own power, in His own infinite mercy, will baptize each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. I understand that some of us are born again, but then there's a higher dimensional in God. Okay, the disciples... Okay, we're already saved. The disciples already knew Jesus as the Lord and Savior. As a matter of fact, Jesus was already risen from the dead. They already believed in him as the Son of God. Okay, in fact, Peter said that only you had this word of life. Okay, who shall we turn to? So the disciples were already saved. Okay, but only one thing was left for them to walk in the reality, in the fullness of of the plan and purpose of God for their life, And that's why Jesus Christ told them that they should wait, they should study in Jerusalem once they are enduring power. So I want to, I want to encourage for those of us who are yet to be baptized, I want us to covet earnestly the spirit of God. I want us to covet earnestly the workings of God in us. Okay, Jesus Christ says, if our earthly parents, who are even knows how to give good gifts unto their children, how much more they are our Heavenly Father, okay, if we ask of Him, of the Spirit of God, okay? And that's why the Word of God says that ask and you shall receive. All we just need to do is to ask in faith and trusting and believing God for an answer, believing that He has answered us because the Word of God says that if He know He hears us, we know that He has answered us, okay? God is not a wicked God. If He has heard us, if He hears our request, He answers immediately. He answers immediately. And I pray For everyone that will be asking God for the endowment of power from on eye, I pray that God, by His His infinite mercy, will show forth Himself strong in our lives in the name of Jesus. Everyone who are trusting God for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I pray for you. This evening, at this moment the Holy Spirit will come upon you afresh in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit will come upon you afresh in the name of Jesus and there will be evidences. There will be visible evidences of speaking in tongues. There will be visible evidences of power of healing the sick. There will be visible evidences of miracles. There will be visible evidences of boldness in preaching the gospel in the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you once again for joining us uh, for tonight's Word Feast. And I, I hope that we've been blessed. And I trust God that uh, uh, everything that we're trusting God for, uh, every one of them will be answered by fire in the name of Jesus. Okay, so next week, which is uh, going to be the first Sunday, Uh, In April, we'll be looking at the book, we'll be starting a study in the book of Osir, okay? And I trust the Holy Spirit, I trust God to open our eyes to revelations, to secrets in that book. There are so many hidden secrets in the book of Osir locked up in that book. I trust the Holy Spirit to open our eyes to build wondrous things that we've never seen before. Things that our eyes have never seen before that we will see through this study, And I pray for as many of us that will join in this study, our lives will be transformed. Our lives will be changed for better in the name of Jesus. Thank you once again for joining us this evening for the Word Feast section in March. Uh, God bless you. God bless all that is yours. And God bless uh, the works of your hands. Amen.